after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about the good ones, we talk about the bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. You loved Brad, and then you totaled him. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. What's coming up on the show today? Well, you picked a very apropos shit like this. Oh, that was no accident, my friend. Um, we, every detail, every last yes, detail of this show. It's meticulously crafted. Thank you. This show. Um, the the topic today is insurance campaigns. Should we call them insurance wars? Insurance, sure. The insurance wars. It seems like that sometimes. We were watching TV the other day, and the one of the Aflac commercials came on. God, those are just getting better. Ugh. Well, they're. Uh, like a fine wine. And there, you know, we talk about, we've talked about lots of insurance uh, ads and campaigns over the years, but there are so many of them out there and, and not just commercials, but whole campaigns built around trying to get you to associate a particular insurance company with a certain idea. And we said, what if we took all those campaigns, those long running, sometimes years long campaigns and ranked them? So today because spoiler is all about alert, that. if you don't mind me jumping in here, that we saw uh, we saw As a, a woman, I'm used to being interrupted. We saw a um Aflac commercial, like you just mentioned, that to me was the bottom of the barrel. It was just like the worst. And yeah. I said, Man, of all of the ads like this so we thought, okay, well let's rank them. Because for me, it's obvious. And we'll get into we'll get into the details in a second, but it's obvious. You got Flo and Jamie at the top, long running campaign that is never ceases to Way to handicap the results there, champ. That's just my my take. I know you have different feelings about this. And then on the other end, we had just this terrible Aflac commercial. And right. you know, you got some you know some also rants in there. You got some yeah, you got some general stuff going on you in there. Some, you got you got your state farms. Yeah, you and so a lot of stuff in between. You got so your Peyton we'll, Manning. We'll give this a shot about ranking them, but I I will say I don't think that it's going to I don't think you and I are going to come out of this with the same list. I, I just realized this moments ago and it's really upsetting. I no. thought that you and I could be on the same page with this. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of interfaith relationships. Yeah, no, there. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> sometimes they work. I'm sure we'll find a way to make it work. <laughs> um, and also, I saw you were checking the old mailbag. The yeah, a couple, couple of good follow up files this week. OK, well, for now, let's just take a moment for me to pause and realize that I didn't have my music loaded, but it's loaded now. So, Genevieve, how about for now we get into <laughs> these insurance commercials? Take out some insurance on me, baby. Take out <laughs> is this some Elvis? insurance on No, you know who this is? It's, um, well, well, it's the Beatles playing the music, but it's Preston. What was his name, the Beatles? and Not, not Jamie Preston. Uh, Hold on a second. You want me, baby. I don't know. You gotta come Billy Preston. Billy Preston. Is Jamie Preston somebody? Um, might, that might be a modern day person. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm sure there is a Jamie Preston on Earth. But Billy Preston, he's one who like played piano and stuff with them. I think on like Get Back. He sounds Back. so rockabilly. Yeah. Well, have you ever ever seen goodbye? I'm gonna hold right over and Oh. Very controlling behavior right there. Yeah. Threatening your own life if 
if your woman leaves That's you. That's how you show that you love someone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so like I said, for me, the obvious top of the mountain of, of insurance, and it is a large mountain of insurance campaigns, um, is one of the progressive campaigns, the Flo Jamie. And now I say one of because we should point out that you also have, and I don't even know if you if you think it's worth ranking or not, progressive has two long running ongoing campaigns the flow campaign which also has the new character jamie in it, mm-hmm. it who's just as good as flow i think it's yeah. amazing the talent they found for those two people but they also have that box campaign who they, does the voice of the box uh that's uh dr spachemin yeah right who's got a real name we just chris parnell C- chris parnell um both of those i think started along the same time and i think they were expecting the box campaign to be more popular and the flow one to be a one off well I you recall. told me that yeah that was some research you did that flow was intended to be a one off character or a a short term character kind of you know like to appear in these ads that the box was going to do let me say i love chris parnell um and i don't think that he's at fault for why these really don't work but it's like mm-hmm. they're so forgettable I you know the, he's just a box. He has sort of a douchey personality. Yeah, he's got a really abra- like kind of a yeah. You're right, more douchey than abrasive. And just like, annoying. I don't know what they're going for with this. I it, I believe, if I remember correctly, even the original Flow campaign was part of this idea of you get all of your insurance in a right. box. It's, it's all not about a service. It's like you go to a store and you buy it and you take insurance off and the shelf the as if it were a thing. scene in which Flo and Jamie and all of their fellow That's how it people, started, yes. Like operate as theoretically they like live inside the box. I thought that Flo worked in some sort of a uh, like a, a box superstore where people were taking the the insurance off the shelf and then yeah. she was like a cashier. I think lady. originally that was right, the... and so she was part of the box campaign, but then she became way bigger. And so here's one with Chris Parnell, who is like the um, he's the box personified and animated. I don't even know which one you picked here. Do we have to set this one up? Uh, this is uh, he's going through TSA security. Oh, <laughs> I hate this one. I'm glad you picked it. It's like he's this most annoying, and it. he gets stopped because there's a name your own price tool in his luggage which looks like a gun i mean it's so much they've taken so much of their own mythology and tried to craft a a narrative around it and i for me it doesn't work with the box like i forget that the name your own price tool is like supposed to look like a gun so this commercial and he made it with a 3d printer (laughs) (laughs) they released those plans (laughs) Um, yeah, so it's just like a lot of the it's a lot of the internal progressive mythology and it just sort of washes over me because the performances are unmemorable. Sir, can you step aside? Sir, come on, you know who I am. Progressive insurance. Uh, I save people an average of over $500 when they switch. Did you pack your own bags? Oh, right, the Name Your Price tool. It shows people policy options to help fit their budget. Crazy that a big shot like me would pack his own bags, right? <laughs> so, do I have the right to remain handsome? <laughs> Wait. Uh-oh. God, I don't understand that when people make campaigns where your main character is just annoying. You don't want to associate yourself with that guy. Yeah. I mean, I think there's no question that this is going 
to the bottom half of the pile. I I believe so. However, on the other hand, you have Flo, which I just think is. I mean, you know, I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm gonna I mean, tell I you. I assume these are the same agency, right? Like they wouldn't have two different I think agencies. So yeah, because again, I think they were born of the same thing. Um, and I don't know if the box is still running. Every now and then, it'll sneak into a late night. Ad. It is. I, I've seen yeah. it recently. That's not even the most recent one. But let's go to. Um, obviously, Flo's been around for a really long time now. Um, and they introduced Jamie maybe two or three years ago. It's like her little buddy. And we love Flo because she is just like, um, what's her name? Courtney. Stephanie Courtney. Stephanie Courtney. The actress is just amazing. I mean, they just struck gold with her. She inhabits the character and she's funny, but the writing tends to be really good. I'm not the biggest fan of the ones where Flo plays every character of her family. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's a little bit much, although it does give uh, Stephanie Courtney a little bit more room to show off her skills a little bit. I think I get cool. I almost get the sense that was why they were like, we have this amazing yeah. talent on our hands. Like, how can we um kind of let her stretch and do something creative um, just because she is an extraordinary commercial talent. She really is. She's just an extraordinary talent, I think. Um, and then they introduced Jamie a few years ago as her little buddy, and he too, just like unique character, I think unique talent. The guy, I mean, you know, I don't know what the actor's name is or what he's like. You know, I don't know how much of him is in this character, but um, it's just really, really impressive. And And then the writing remains really good, and they both play off of each other so well. So I think you picked one of the um, earlier ones in the campaign where they're introducing Jamie, and it's kind of produced like an after-school special from the '80s, or, right. or, or like a maybe a is an after-school special or a classroom educational film. Maybe like a that warble. So it has that sort of warble of like the the film that you show as like a a cautionary tale. And is you this, might have seen me in such educational films right. as. Is this one the one the, they're in the locker room? Yeah. Okay. Hey, big guy. I heard you lost a close one today. Look, Jamie, maybe we weren't the lowest rate this time. But when you show people their progressive direct rate and our competitors' rates, you can't win them all. The important part is you help them save. Thanks, Flo. Okay. Let's go get you an ice cream cone, champ. The sprinkles? The sprinkles are for winners. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And it's, that's a long-running uh, sales pitch of theirs, too, um, that you can, if you go and apply for you know like get a quote from them they'll for free run a quote with some of their competitors Mm -hmm. and they make a big deal out of the fact that they are not always going to give you the lowest quote they're really trying to build credibility with this idea that they don't always claim to be the lowest quote but they will they're an honest broker essentially but I think it's actually a great pitch. It's a great pitch. I mean, we always get into this a little bit because I love this ad campaign so much, but I've never heard a good thing about Progressive. As no, a, I've only heard yeah. bad things about the service. Sorry. Um, yeah. Who knows? What are we? We're Geico. We're Geico. But not for our homeowners. That's like a smaller, like a regional thing. Right? It's a regional one, but they're like a broker for a for a larger one. I don't know. It's, right. It has state or farm or all or something <laughs> in it. It's one of those, but yeah, I don't remember yeah, which right. one. All right. So uh, let's move on to Geico. Does Geico run commercials? <laughs> they run a few. All right. Obviously, we cannot they bite off. They mostly rely on word of mouth. <laughs> yeah. We can't bite <laughs> off every Geico ad, but you, it looks like you narrowed it down to a few here. There are two, arguably three campaigns that are still in heavy rotation right now. 
Um, and of course, there are multitudes that are have that are either not in heavy rotation or are totally defunct. The cavemen, cavemen comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, comes to mind the guys who like sang the little ditty. They were two. They were sort of somebody's. I don't remember who they were, but they oh, would sing. Oh God, yeah, God, and, I hated those guys. Hated those guys. And then there was the like. Uh, ne- but the but the two that I think are worth focusing on are the gecko, which has really mm-hmm. been a, a sort of old faithful for them, and then the. I would describe it as one campaign, the surprising slash as long as. Yeah. Because it's really the same sides of two, same two sides of same coin, right? Like the surprise, they show you something that's like a funny skit and then they find something about the skit to say like, that's weird, but Geico right. will save you 15 minutes and 15% and 15 minutes or less. My huge complaint about those is it's just such a, it's such a wide open conceit that they throw all kinds of crap in it, and some of it works and some of it doesn't, and then it all just seems so loosely tied together. Yeah, but is that what, why complain about it? It's like My point is that they, they keep you engaged because they create these little skits. Some of them are very memorable characters, the Hump Day Camels, um, you know, the ice with the one we're about to play, which we actually have talked about before, ice tea at a lemonade stand. Okay, let's can we start with that one? Yeah. Okay, so this one you see some. Um, so I think this is kind of a classic. I, God, it's been a while. This is a really good one. But the the, the little kids are outside in their front yard selling um, lemonade, mm-hmm. right? And everyone they talk to asks them if seems to be asking them if they're selling iced tea. People are going by and they're like iced tea, and they're like, oh, we're selling lemonade. Is that iced tea? Nope, it's lemonade. Is that iced tea? Lemonade. Iced tea. It's with these people, man. <laughs> and then you realize behind the lemonade stand is, I almost said the actor iced tea. I would like to say the musician iced tea who also has acted in later years. <laughs> Most people know him as an actor now, huh? Yeah. If you were to poll every American, the majority of people would say he's an actor then musician, then don't know. Then don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are you, sim- are you sampling my mom? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then it turns out. She might have watched her share of SVU, actually. <laughs> Ice tea is actually behind the lemonade stand the whole time. Ice tea. It's with these people, man. Lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. Read it. Okay. Delicious. Iced tea at a lemonade stand? Yeah, surprising. That's surprising. What's not surprising? Um, every, every performance in that is note perfect. I love, love the commercial. It. I also, um, it just freaks me out every time that that third woman comes in this frame, and I think it's our friend Libby Dankman, who's she's been got, on this show. She's got a, yeah. She's got a Libby face, and she's making a Libby face. Yeah. You got a Libby face, and you're making a Libby <laughs> face. You also put one in here that is like, that's an example of surprising. Now this is the opposite of surprising as long right. as. Right. It's not surprising that. Oh, is this the Alexander This is a Graham, brand new one, which I really enjoy. I so like this. Yeah. You're, it starts uh, in a sort of like, it looks like maybe a ninth, early 19th century um, stage play. And there's a woman in like a, a balloon basket on stage and she's talking to another actor on stage. Ford's Theater, sort of. Yeah, I guess that's probably the reference point for a lot of people, although I don't want to imply that we are at Ford's Theater. Right. It's that era of um, of of theater going. And then a phone rings in the audience, as uh, will sometimes happen in modern day. Come away with me, Barnabas. But I am a simple farmer. My life is here. 
in, in the fit. Hoy hoy, Alexander Graham Bell here. So we see up in the balcony. Uh, obviously, it's Alexander Graham Bell. I, apparently, he's taken his brand new invention, the telephone, and he's turned it into a portable device. No, no, my number is one. You must want two. Two, I say. Like my father. As long as people talk too loudly on the phone, you can count on Geico saving folks money. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So it's not the same guy. I always thought it was the same guy in Surprising and As Long As, but it's not. The As Long As, it's like an older, white-haired gentleman who we see on screen. The other guy saying, now that's surprising, is a younger-sounding guy we never see. Oh, maybe. See. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I thought they were the same, too. But it's it's fundamentally the same idea. I love the detail of a hoy hoy, which was something that um, Alexander Graham Bell wanted to be the standard salutation when you picked up the phone. Did you verify that? Yeah, I, I was remember just you looking at it. That, well, yeah. I verified it on something called Wiktionary. Hmm. So, but I had heard that before. Or the first Cur- word. Sharpshoot spoke- me if I'm wrong, listener. I'm fine with that. First word spoken on the telephone. It was his assistant come, calling come, him. Come right? here, somebody. I need you. Come here, Watson. I need you. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're grouping those together into one campaign. I think so. And they, I mean, there must be. And I think be, there because must be a hundred commercials in that campaign. If it was fewer than that, I'll be shocked. It wouldn't be shocked me to hear there were more because it feels like there's a new one every day and there's all kinds of different lengths and there are all kinds of different media. The soccer one they released for the World Cup with oh, the guy sliding around. I don't know knees. how they find, never mind the money, how do they find the time mm-hmm. just to get all, like, because they're not the worst production values. You know, I mean, they're like pretty, pretty good production values for what must be tur- churned out like. Once a mm-hmm. month, at least, you know, like it just seems like they must be working around the clock to get these things cranked out. You know how they come up with a lot of the ideas I was reading in Ad Week or Ad Age? Dream journals. <laughs> True story. The creatives keep a dream journal by the side of their bed and they wake would, up and they see what they wrote in the middle of the night I when they woke up true. and they're just like, yeah, that's probably good enough. Sure. And some up, of them work. On some of, well, do some you want to tell them. the listeners the joke that you woke up the other day and said you... You thought of a joke and you're, you Sometimes dreamed a joke. I do. I wake up and I was dreaming a joke. I don't remember it. Um. Oh, God damn it. It was uh, terrible. It was a terrible it was pun. A terrible and sometimes pun. I'll dream a joke and I'll wake up and I'll be like, well, I guess I got to tell Genevieve this joke. I just yes. dreamt. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Um, what do you call a headless horseman who gets jeered at? Yes, Ichabood Crane. <laughs> yes. Actually, now that you say it, I think it's better than... It's not good. I think it's pretty good. I. It's not good. I think Halloween is coming up, and I think people will be telling that joke. Your favorite now. Your favorite holiday? That's right. My least favorite holiday. <laughs> and I don't even like holidays. All right. So that's the Geico. So far, we've gone through three campaigns, two progressives and one Geico. Let's talk about this other Geico one that's still running very, very, very long-running campaign, and it's the damn Gecko. Yeah. Little. I mean, I don't even have to explain it, right? Which particular Gecko ad is this? Well, this one actually kind of, most of them play with his size and scale, which I kind of enjoy. Um, For a long time now, he's been on a cross-country tour. And we've talked about this in other shows where like he was in Atlanta and now he's in Boston. And he tries to often be, they often try to have him be in like some sort of recognizable uh, landmark in that city. Um, In this one, I think he's in Baltimore and you get the impression that he's sailing his little sailboat out in the, I don't know what the... Chesapeake Bay? The bay, yeah. 
Yeah, so he's on he's on a little he's on a little sailboat, um, but it sort of seems like rough, slightly rough seas, and you see the city in the background. Ah, beautiful day in Baltimore, where most people probably know that Geico could save their money on car insurance, right? But you see, the thing is, Geico well could help them save on boat insurance too. Hi. Okay, I'm ready to come in now. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this one. That's it's pretty a cute good. One. It's it's a, a close up shot on him the whole time, so everything seems in scale until the very end. Then they back away, and we realize he's in a little remote controlled boat being operated by a little boy. I'm trying to think. And he says, "I'm ready to come in now." And you, you see that the boy's having trouble getting the boat to obey his commands. Have we seen other humans in these before? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's one. There's a cute one where he, a woman sees him at a like a. Midway in a like at a you know carnival or something, and he has just won a tiny stuffed animal of a gecko, but he's carrying it, and to him it's very large. Oh right! And she sees the stuffed animal, and she goes, "Oh, I thought he would look more real, real life." <laughs> oh, real life. little meta, a little good joke. All right, I'll, I'll finish off this ad. Hello, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm serious. Request to come ashore. Geico. Saving people money. Cute kid. Cute kid. By the way. Nice interaction with a, you know, CGI gecko. Okay, so we've gone through four campaigns so far. Um, Now we're going to... Okay. Now I know this is one of your favorites. This is uh, a little Uh, campaign I call Mayhem. (laughs) That's what you have in Easter. Yes, a mayhem. All right, these are the mayhem commercials. This is where, uh, what's this actor's name? He plays. Um, oh, I always have to. You always make me remember his name. All right, what's his name um, in the TV show that we're thinking of? Well, uh, he'll always be Rock. Dennis. And Dennis and Thirty Rock. Rock. Um, but uh, and his actor's name is Ryan O'Reilly. Dean Winters. Oh. So close. Oh, he's known for his role <laughs> as Ryan O'Reilly on the HBO prison drama Oz. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's a he pretty well-known actor. I'm embarrassed that I always have to think for his name, but uh, he's been in a bunch of things. Dean Winters. And uh, the concept here, the idea is certainly clever. I will concede that he represents mayhem. He represents the acts of nature or the acts of other people um, that you'll need coverage That from. caused bad things to happen to you. And there was, they did a great... Um, twist on his campaign around New Year's a couple of years ago where he tried to go straight and be safety things. So he was like oh, yeah. a tennis ball that stops your car, you know, that hits your, uh, right. that's hung from your garage to stop your car from going too far. Or you're a lightning rod in your house or a road flare. And each time he, the actor would play it as like, yeah, I'm trying to do right and be safe. <laughs> so boring. I'm just going to stick to my New Year's revolution. And then they have him give it up pretty quickly because he's no he's much more fun as mayhem. Let's start with this one. So this one, he's in a car. This isn't the new one running where like somebody's driving and they drop. He's actually personifying a cell phone and he's underneath somebody's seat. Have you seen that one? Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. And the, the driver's I- reaching under his seat and he's lying. again pretending to be the cell phone like squirming out of the way yeah. as the drivers blindly um, reaching under the seat there and then they crash. There are dozens yeah. of these and I, it was hard to choose a couple of favorites. I just chose two that made me laugh the most with the writing. Um, this is one in which he plays the driver's GPS. So he's laid out down the center of the guy's car so his face is where your GPS would be uh, and he's looking up at the guy and giving him instructions. I'm your GPS. Turn right up ahead. You never update me, so now I just have to wing it. No, I meant turn left up ahead. 
recalculating. Turn right now! <laughs> and your cut rate insurance may not pay for all this. So get Allstate. You can save money and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Recalculating. Mayhem is everywhere. He really seems to enjoy his work. Oh, he work. I love how much the character enjoys his work. And I love, too, the way they're so... He's so... Because his character's so sort of... Um, just indifferent to suffering and kind of cruel. He's a sociopath. Um, I like how the character just refers to your cut rate insurance. Right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. really mean. Right. Yeah. Let's not even get into it. And of course, I'm sure that, I mean, that's a slash at Geico and. Uh, oh, absolutely. And progressive. progressive. Yeah. And you know what? We didn't even include his insurance because they're. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they probably do have a campaign. They but do. They, we talked about it. They're kind of. They're kind of a little all over. They had the Aaron insurance, but that's been a while. Oh, yeah. There wasn't anything that was heck going that's ongoing right this minute that's like feels like a real cohesive campaign. They certainly have ads. Wow. So I'm thinking that it's probably going to be the general or the Aflac doc at the very bottom. I mean, those of these are lists. like, and yet like insurance didn't even get a mention, man. Yeah. So if you're the if you're the Aflac doc listening to this right now, the rebooted Aflac doc, the non um, USA up. All night, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. Sorry, I have to do. I can't. I can't think of his name until I do. What if an I said? Of what if I said desecrated the memory of nine eleven? Yeah, that's why I got fired. Oh, he made a nine eleven joke at yeah. a roast, something like or that. something. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have another mayhem commercial here. This I one. just love it. All right, I'll let you play one more. This he's, one. A ra- he's a raccoon in this one. I'm a raccoon. And this time in your attic has been the best week of my raccoon life. I'm digging. I'm nesting in this fluffy stuff. I've already had like four babies. I'm the smartest raccoon I know. And if you got your home insurance where you got your cut rate car insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get all state. You could save money. And very visually from mayhem. Jamming his head through the walls. Chewing up wires. Chewing up wires. He's just chomping on some of that oh, um, God. foam insulation. Dean Winters is phenomenal in that. Like it real like I hope they won all kinds of awards because those ads are so good. All right. So Mayhem, two Geicos, two progressive. Let's move on to Partridge State, and a Pear Tree. And a partridge and a Pear Tree. Uh State Farm. This is the one where oh, you're in trouble and you just sing the jingle and yeah. somebody shows up. Yeah, this was a long running campaign. Now I haven't seen it recently, so I'm wondering if it's run its course. Um but in the this campaign, um they started with they would have customers, people playing customers, say the jingle when something bad happened, a State Farm agent would appear, poof, in their wherever they were to solve their problem. Then they kind of expanded the universe or the story to be like at the, at the State Farm office. Right, showing what happens on the other side. People disappearing from their like work day to go take care of these you know, these magical jingle singers. As if you were like a guardian angel. Right. And you're only seeing the story from here on Earth. Yeah, or Bloody Mary. Someone said your name three times to a mirror. But then you're up in heaven and all of a sudden you're seeing all those guardian angels disappear from their work day. Yeah, that got a little bit complicated for me. In this one, this looks like it's part of the original series where... uh, You got some dude bros hanging out in their dude bro pad. And and, something uh, something happens. I forget what. Something breaks. Stuff take- oh, what is going on in here? Uh-oh. It's okay, relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor. Just say it. State Farm is, is there. With a the sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? 
and can I get a That's knock? kidnapping, bro. Nice. Yeah. Find out what else they That's funny. literally uh, objectifying. They're, they're saying, can I get a sandwich and a woman? The girl from 4E. The girl. I don't understand also, if you're not a customer, saying the jingle should be meaningless. Which I believe that was a whole... That I don't think this campaign was very consistent because I'm pretty sure that's the whole point of other commercials. You have somebody there who doesn't have it but they just start singing the jingle and nobody is showing up right right? one with a fisherman or something does that ring a bell to you i don't remember like the one guy can get it and the other guy can't yeah anyway i never really like that also when they start disappearing from heaven just because that's how i set this up in your mind heaven looks like a state farm office yes um it took me a really long time as just a casual TV viewer. They would pop up and I would always be like, what is going on? I <laughs> like I never like I felt like it was a lot of work and there's a lot of relying on assuming you'd seen your the audience whole to like, yeah, campaign, which some campaigns do a really good job of. They become iconic and you don't have to explain a lot. And yeah. then others, you're like, you think we are following this way closer than you are. And you're giving us some pretty like like some pretty Michel Gondry level, <laughs> like pretty complicated plot lines, right? Like, yeah. doesn't that seem like yeah. maybe he's, is he the guy I'm thinking? Like, it's just like, yeah. So that that kind of magical realism, <laughs> right. and this is what's happening on the other side yeah, of like, it, and ch- memories are being erased, <laughs> but now you think you might still love the love of your life, but it doesn't matter because the house is disappearing around you. Now suddenly everyone's puppets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, so we'll call that... Uh, being State Farm. Being State Farm, uh, And then yes. the next one is Farmers. Now, this was one that I'm very exposed to. It's on TV a lot, but also it's just a heavy, heavy, heavy sports radio campaign. Yeah, they've, they they've definitely like mapped of it. or they've sort of mirrored the TV campaign to the radio campaign, which I think works not as well, but as essentially only works if you have to reinforce the TV narrative. Mm-hmm. I also have a soft spot for this campaign because our neighbor... Our old neighbor and apartment manager was in one of them. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's in the one that's like there's a, a elk or a deer attacks like an oh, RV yeah, well, you or something. Yeah, played that the other day or the other week. Yeah. We, I said we wanted to, want to do a whole show of just commercials that we should have him on. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I wonder if he remembers us. Um, we were good tenants. I think he does. Um, all right, I have some. So this campaign is called the Hall of Claims, and it's got J.K. Simmons, who, by the way, like. I guess whatever Peyton Man, you know they have you have huge stars mm-hmm. um, doing, you know insurance commercials, including Aaron Rodgers, Clay Matthews, Peyton Manning. But something about having it be J.K. Simmons is like he's like I mean, he's an Oscar winner, right? Like didn't he win for? Um, Oh, the drummer. For the drumming movie? I just want to drum. No, That's you can't drum. Them. I'm your mean dad. No, I, mean, I didn't see that I movie. I want to drum. Drum harder. <laughs> Is that what happened? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. That looks terrible. I'm guessing that's what happened. I mean, it looks like an Oscar winning movie. Yeah. And I'm not really into Oscar winning movies, I think. But um, <laughs> um, anyway, so we have J.K. Simmons, and he's like kind of the. Um, well, there's a I guess music- curator. Yeah, curator, I guess, or uh, do- uh, docent. Well, a docent's just like a tour guide. Right. I guess he could be a docent. He is giving a tour. So you literally have this thing called the Hall of Claims. I always claims. assumed he had like in a paid position. Maybe. So you got this thing called the actual Hall of Claims, which I this is what I like about them. They create a physical space where all of their commercials live inside of it, which I think is kind of interesting. Like and a, clever, yeah. Like you're, a, a memory palace, yes. sort of. Um 
and they actually show the physical space, but then they'll hone in on one story, and somebody will be walking through the Hall of Claims Museum, and he'll gesture towards one of these exhibits and then tell the backstory behind it. So I don't know which one you picked here, but if I know this uh, this, is, this, campaign, is one that's, this is one that's been on quite recently, which is why I chose it. Um, this is called Cactus Calamity, and the story is of a house party or like a barbecue somewhere in the southwest where a saguaro cactus falls on the person's house. Oh yeah, I've seen this recently too. This is in rotation. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Even a cactus calamity. I read that the saguaro can live to be 200 years old. How old do you think that one is? Uh, My guess would be about... Timber. I'd say about 200. Yeah. Gives houseplant a whole new meaning. And we covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. So I think this is such a great idea. Sorry. I think it's a great idea that I, I don't think is that well executed. I think the actual individual stories are too complicated. Really? Um, yeah. Cactus maybe I'm just really dumb. House. Everything is complicated to me. Turns out I'm the problem. Well, I think my some of my early exposure to this was the radio versions, which mm-hmm. I think they throw in details sometimes that you don't need. They, they, they don't know how to quite write it for radio, and so they both over and under explain things and I the think. stag pool party yeah. like just, so anyway i think it's a neat idea like my favorite part is the establishing shot where you it's usually a very wide angle shot and you see him literally walking through this hall with something you can like pick up little pieces of old commercials in different places yeah. again imagine like kind of memory palace i just love that idea but then the individual stories always seem kind of lame or working too hard to me. But I think they are really trying to take inspiration from real life stories. Yes. And I want to say as someone who does work in a communications field and I'm always trying to tell a story about um, the organization that I represent, it's harder than you think to find the perfect story and craft it and package it in a way that is the other people can at a quick glance understand the impact and power of like this thing that your organization did. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds, I don't know, very like Kool-Aid drinky and whatever, but I appreciate like almost like game recognized game, you know, like I appreciate how they had this very clear concept. Like, you know what our company or your company, if you're, you know, they're like the ad people, your company has, paid out claims for all these like probably really interesting personal stories let us look through the files of all the claims you've paid out and find some of the ones that like make interesting stories now i think the one where like the squid and the octopus like or the octopus like swims into the car is like more sort of interesting or the the pool the stag pool party where the deer get into the pool Mm -hmm. those i think are more interesting like cactus falls into house maybe you know, my family had a tree fall on our house, too, and it wasn't a cactus, but it was like it's a tree that falls on a house. But that is a thing that happens. Right. And I think the way they like kind of act it out and give it a little punchline is is great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I feel like it. The, the actual individual stories don't ever quite win me over, but I do give credit for the um, for the attempt and also trying to connect it to your to the archives of real stories. So. Um, we'll see where I end up putting that one in my ranking. Now, I see this next uh, campaign you have here is the Liberty Mutual one. The one that I took, you loved Brad yes. from at the top, but I was just scrolling through and you can't find that online anymore. I don't know if you looked for that particular I version. I did it because we've talked about it so many times. There's a million versions of that. 
we'll back up in a second and explain the campaign in case you don't know what it is. But um, that Brad one, you find a million things. And I, I'm remembering, I've done this before, that like a bunch of different people have taken it and like screwed around with it and mm-hmm. like made her like stutter it and, you know, and have just like done weird, violent reversions of that. Um, but I went to oh, iSpot TV, the place where you get the official commercials. They've taken down. They've taken that down, yet this is still in rotation. And I think there's something about this commercial. Maybe too many people were making too many parodies of it, and they wanted to take it down or something. But it's not just the Brad ones. This is for Liberty Mutual. And for okay. years, they have been doing commercials where a customer or customers stand in front of a like some water, a body of water that has the Statue of Liberty in the back, and then they tell a story. Sometimes it cuts away to another scene, but they always tell a story about how Liberty Mutual has stood with them, right? That's mm-hmm. their Liberty Mutual stands with you. Mm-hmm. Like the Statue of Liberty. Like stands the Statue for of Liberty, exactly. Freedom? Freedom. Freedom. That's that's freedom. TM. That's what we now have in America instead of freedom. Right. Freedom is, I believe, what you put take, in your car to make the air conditioning work. Nope. Freedom, you take two a day and you stop reading the newspaper. It has electrolytes. Um, so they've been doing this basic structure of their commercials for years and years. And I think they've taken down a bunch of them. And either it's why you said, because there's like, they've just been too much out there in the media. Or I wonder if it's because they, because each of these advertises a particular feature of their insurance. And I wonder if they're advertising things that are now out of date. Like maybe they don't do um, replace one year better replacement or something, you know, mm. or maybe they don't do roadside assistance or whatever. That's interesting. That would be my other guess. I'm now I'm looking up original Liberty Brad commercial. I see. I'll bet you I'm going to fall for a prank here. Cause now I want to know if I play this, if they're offering something that could potentially no longer be on their menu. Brad, you two have been through everything. Oh no. See, this is a remix. You can't get the real shit anymore, man. You can't get the you real shit. You can't get the real shit yeah. anymore. Oh, okay. It's been, so it's we, been stepped on. Which one did you? Uh, which one did you uh, pick? This one is uh, just telling you people to switch from their current insurer to the new one. So it's like a family. Looks yeah, like and a, they're talking. It's kind of like the one where the woman says is like talking to the kid about the lug wrench who's had the accident. We oh, talked right, about that yeah. in a previous show. This is one where they're talking to another family that's somewhere else. Okay, so what I'm seeing for the first shot is a young family, like a, a young parents with a kid who's about, I don't know, 10 years old or something like that, right? And they're talking to the camera with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Liberty Mutual saved us almost $800 when we switched our auto and home insurance. Liberty did what? Yeah, they saved us a ton, which gave us a little wiggle room in our budget. The people that they're talking to, by the way, are in a different location. It looks like uh, another couple around the same age. Looks like they're getting home from maybe a fancy dinner or mm-hmm. something, right? Okay. Wish our insurance did that. Then we could get a real babysitter instead of your brother. Hey, welcome back. This guy, right? <laughs> yes. Ellen. <laughs> That's my robe. You could Boy, a lot, of, a lot of tension between Ellen and brother-in-law. Yeah, so the brother-in-law By the way, comes out. Not to not to put a fine point on it, Ellen, but he did you a fucking favor Ass- and watched your kid. Is your kid still alive? Congratulations. Ass- assuming that they didn't pay him. Yeah, I assume they didn't. That's why they couldn't. That's why they. Couldn't oh, right. To that's go the whole out. point. Right. Yeah. So yeah, a little gratitude. How about a little gratitude? Free babysitting, Ellen. On the other hand. Sometimes if you don't like somebody enough, you'd pay $50 to watch your kids instead of having to deal with some in-law. I have to really dislike an in-law to not let them watch my kids for Mm -hmm. free. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's that campaign, the standing in front of the Statue of Liberty campaign for, uh, for Liberty Mutual. Now we're on to Nationwide, which, I don't, are these still running? These are the Peyton Manning commercials. It feels well, like they've been gonna, running forever. Definitely going to start like again, never right? stuff, I think so, I yeah. can't, I can't remember the last time I've seen Peyton Manning on TV, but it might have to do with my TV watching, um, but now that football season's about to begin, I assume they re-upped his contract. I would guess... Um, I just couldn't not include these because they were so ubiquitous. So I did. These are the all. W- this is all the Peyton campaign, though, right? This is all annoying the, Peyton. Yeah, annoying Peyton. So there's two here. Um, there. This is Peyton after just post retirement. So they the Peyton campaign uh, where he sings the jingle. Every he sings the everything he sings to the jingle tune. Like all Parmesan, his, you taste so good. Right. Or no, chicken parm, you taste so right. good. Exactly. So there's. Even before he retired, they had him doing this, and then he retires, and they kind of shift gears a little bit and have him be in his retirement years, but still doing this. Right. And then they update it by having him interact with other people, including country singer Brad Paisley. And in he gets increasingly, like, dopey and irrelevant, which yeah. I think is... I was kind of like... Like he's kind of losing his marbles. Like he's kind of losing his marbles. And then I, I watched this thing today that made me laugh so hard. I think it was for the ESPYs, which is like, I don't know, it's like some yeah, sports happened, awards. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why you need awards for sports because sports is already about It also goes winning. to sports broadcasters okay. and it goes to other people who aren't necessarily on the field. All right, fine. Well, anyway, there were these things. There was this video they made for the ESPYs that's this four-minute video of Peyton Manning living at a retirement home as he has retired and I got to say, oh, I want to see that. It is funny. Is it too long to play now? It's four and a half minutes. Okay. Um, I'll post it to the Facebook page. It's really not relevant to anything we're talking about here, except that it's Peyton Manning. But it, it has the guy from, um, uh, uh, he's been in a ton of like Christopher Guest things. And, you know, he's, you'd recognize oh, him. Oh, yes. He plays the kind of um, young, like in here. I just want to watch a little bit. Is this it? Yeah. The number one goal here at Sunset Acres Village is to bring a little joy and laughter when you're put out to pasture. Well, Mr. Manning, thank you for getting up this morning. A lot of our people don't. Dinner tonight is at 3.30. I hope that's not too late. That works. Okay, that works. excellent. Good to see you again, Steve. Steve lives in there. He's a racist. It's <laughs> just a quick question. Catheter, yes or no? I, I, I'm fine for now. Really? I'm actually wearing one now. Uh, put me down as a uh, maybe. I think we'll turn that into a yes. I'm retired, okay? <laughs> and therefore, I live in a retirement home. Why is that weird? Nicely <laughs> <laughs> shuffleboard. I see. So it's not. He's not really playing the character that he plays with Brad Paisley. No, necessarily. You're just saying he's kind of got chops. He's kind of got chops, yeah. and and he they really rely on his acting in that in that four minute skin. It's clearly like a. It's something that they may have played at the ESPYS or mm-hmm. done as a promotion. I'm not sure, but it was like it's pretty funny. Spoiler alert: He gets in a huge long running. And very angry and mean feud with this old woman who turned out to be Tom Brady, Tom Brady's grandma. <laughs> so Tom it. Brady makes a little appearance. So it. back to the campaign, though. So like you said, there were the ones where he was singing "Nationwide is on my side." Only he was just like mumbling that song and singing it about everything in his everyday life. And then that kind of morphed into him hanging out with his country singer Brad Paisley. And they've been tasked to come up with a new jingle together or, or something. Like or like just a new a, he's just working on a. Yeah, it's a little unclear what the assignment here was. 
does. And he gets increasingly rude and dotty. Yes. Right? Yes. So correct. let's just play this one because this is kind of the most re- kind of recent yeah. version. Okay. So they're hanging out in one of their apartments or a studio or something. I think it's Brad's studio. Got anything new? Yeah. About a small business. So you want to grow your little moving company. I like it. But what if uh, grow your moving company? I think maybe it ought to be more like a song than a, a jingle. Okay. Yeah, well, do it your way. Of course, people seem to like it. They talk about it all the time. They tweet about it. Speak to me in jingle tone 24-7. But yeah, yeah, I think a song makes sense. It. I have mixed emotions <laughs> because he's pretty good in it, but you are getting a little bit more towards having an un- unlikable yeah, person selling product. which we always think is so weird. I know. I guess they figure like... Everyone's in on the joke with Peyton. Yeah, I think so. And the joke is he's just one of the most successful guys yeah. in the world. And there is a like really this. funny line in that that old the Sunset Acres thing that we were playing earlier where um Tom Brady says through Skype, like, Oh grandma, like I used to play football against Peyton and she turns to Peyton and says, All innocence, Oh, did you win five Super Bowls? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, just establishing this list here, we're getting near the end. Yeah. The two that I mentioned that I think should be at the bottom. And again, we have been doing these pretty randomly. I mean, we started with Flo. Sort of. I would I say like they've it. been loosely okay. top to bottom. So maybe we'll only do a little bit, bit of rearranging and we'll see if we can reach some sort of a quorum or not um but i have a feeling we're gonna get in some real sticky situations when it comes to mayhem and Flo and jamie mm-hmm. top of the pops but let's get to the uh bottom of the bottoms here um copyright on that by the way <laughs> ikabood crane right um so he dreamed it so don't try to steal that <laughs> let's let's uh start with the general shall we uh these are Absurdly, I'm even going to say obscenely weird, low budget commercials. Oh, low budget, starring Shaquille O'Neal, who was once an A-lister and who I is mean, currently yes. starring in a, you know, major motion picture. I think you got to call it that. What is he in? The thing where he just dressed like an old man, Uncle Drew. Oh, right, right. He plays in it an old man who plays basketball, which is very fitting because he's an old man who plays, <laughs> who plays basketball. basketball right. <laughs> but in these, you have this weird, uncanny valley. Like there's some like <laughs> yeah. there's some cartoon four star general who crawled his way out of the uncanny valley yeah. after probably losing a battle. There, it feels like something that someone was able like a character that someone was able to design after doing one year of graphic design school but then they like ran out one year of for-profit graphic design program Mm -hmm. at like itt tech or whatever Mm -hmm. but then their payday loans got ahead of them or whatever and now like this is their the limit of their right you know sort of abilities um, and then you have Shaq, and Shaq is interacting with this cartoon general. I will his well, li- his eye his li- eye lines are not great. N- oh yeah, right. <laughs> like he's not always looking, you know, the general right. in the eye. Well, you never look the general in the eye. <laughs> well, I guess maybe that's that's the story. No, no, they could. They could... <laughs> oh, that's intentional. Oh yeah, God. Oh, see, now I feel bad. You thought it was no, 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 no. He no, was no. told by that's... the production staff. No, that's fucking. Don't ever look the general in the eye. That's canon. Yeah, like you do not. <laughs> look the general of the eye so in this one it looks like Shaq and him are sitting on a couch somewhere I don't know if I've seen this one this is not I the one where they throw a basketball at his head no. alright um, so I don't know let's give this a go 
So download your new app. Oh? It's nice. Let you pay the general right on your phone. Or find a place to pay with cash in person. And you can check your claim status. Boom! There's your proof of insurance. <laughs> well, we built it to do everything. Yeah, but I wanted to do one more thing. Order more pizza. Hey, hands off! That's mine, buddy. Download the general app now it, and enter for a chance to win. Can make it Shaq like just an elocution coach, so huh? he can say the word pizza? I will say this: you found potentially the worst it's, of this campaign. Well, and they're and they're all campaign. bad. Right. Um, <laughs> he, hold when on. He though. talks to the general. He's looking like. 30 degrees away. Don't, don't look the general in the general. eye. But wait, though, we cut this off too early because this is a point, a real point that I want to make. Let's listen to the end of this. Download the general app now and enter for a chance to win $50,000. First rate, no rate you can get online. Go to the general and save some time. Here's the deal. That jingle to me also adds a level of Quite this. memorable. I think it's quite memorable. The tune is quite memorable, but I can never quite remember because it goes by so fast, and I will find myself during the day For just, a great low rate, you can get online. I'm always just like, online, online. That's how it always is going through my head. I'm always rhyming I always remember go to the general and save some time. That's the... Conclusion of okay. the couplet. So for a great low rate, you can get, get online, online, go to the, the general, general and, and save, save some, some time. time. See, it's really hard for those to stick in my head. Yet I hear that tune and I knew I know that it's the general. So either way, the, yeah. even if I can't quit, get the lyrics quite down, like. Are there is there any industry more dependent on jingles than insurance? Cereal? Mm, Mm, yeah, maybe I, I mean, haven't seen a cereal commercial. Like, I can't think of a cereal I only see like jingle. adult cereal commercials now. Yeah, the hot ones. Yeah, <laughs> the hot. You mean like the hot commercials or the actually warm hot, hot cereal commercials are hot and very adult oriented. Cream of wheat. Yeah, I'll, I'll they t- only show them after dark. Do you want a cream of wheat rhyme? Yes. This is a poster. Have I told you this before? This is an uh, like I grew up in the country, very rural place called Valley City, Ohio. Uh, I would get my hair cut at um, Terry and Elaine Indu's place. I can't remember if it had a name, but they were mm-hmm. friends of of, uh, of my mom's, and they had a small little hair cuttery, and on the in a lot of country kitchen there because we grew up in the country, and there was a country kitchen poster that showed a couple of people kind of eating out of a bowl, and it said Jack Spratt could eat no fat his wife could eat no lean but cream of wheat was such a treat they licked their platters clean and that stuck in my head i haven't seen that thing since i was 10 years old yeah what do you think was so compelling about it i think i just sat in a chair (laughs) as it like kind of against my will staring at it for a long time really hoping that terry didn't nick my mole were you (laughs) did you what were you a, a hate a haircut kid i think so yeah i'm still kind of a hate a haircut guy although i've gotten better at it, but i've got so many moles around that yeah. i used to really worry about them getting clipped but um anyway but mole talk mole talk uh all right so i will say this the general is not at the bottom of my list it is not the dirt bottom of my list because i think they have somehow is it called shooting the moon when you just go so what is it when you just go it's so bad it's sort of a bad. so bad it's good it's, yeah. it's very memorable yeah. i mean, i forgot about insurance but i remembered the general they're going for it yeah and then, and 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 shack is going for it 
Like it's so bizarre yeah, that this you know, exists. Shaq, like, I am glad. I'm not even joking. Shaq I am, fucking rides for the general man. Like yes. he's been doing this for years, and I know he doesn't need the money that bad. They can't be paying that well. Mm-mm. No, and he also does things for uh, like other like weird. And Lucas pointed this out on TBTL. He just also has like another affinity product that seems like a pretty low budget thing that he. Oh, might it's just like the love. heat. heat pad or something right pad and i thought there was another one too and he definitely does something that's like for injuries and it might just be that like pain relief if he likes a product he'll go for it is it icy hot maybe it's icy hot but it's like a thing that you put on that i don't remember anyway so it's weird that he does definitely makes sense given his what he's famous for but i will tell you this and i'm not um i'm i'm not joking i love that i live in an era where these things are on tv because I think the era of weird, low-budget, crappy commercials, I mean, they're still around, obviously, especially locally, but they're so self-aware these days that they're making them bad so that they'll go viral, like the mall yeah. video we this talked is, about. This is very innocent. Icy Hot. Icy he does hot. Icy Hot. Yeah. And this really is, like, I think they're doing the best they can. I could be wrong. I could be completely naive about this. but um, You don't I think, think they're intentionally... Like I don't think they started that way anyway. Yeah, I I don't even know that they are now. I get the yeah. yeah I have the same sense that it's like I don't think they're getting the eye lines wrong because they're trying to. No, but he does. Let's see here. So icy hot. This um, he does a gold bond, <laughs> gold bond. Like all dude. Like, yeah, one Oreo commercial in there. Like that's finally a national brand. That I mean, gold bond is a national brand, but come on, they're a certain. Le- they're like a kind of a. A tier below, um, you know, what are like the big three? Shoe, car. I learned this from Jerry Maguire. I don't remember what the third oh, really? one is. Soda. Should I watch that? Uh, I would say if you've mi- if you've managed to live your life up to now without seeing it, you'll be totally fine. All right. Let's go to Aflac. Um, because Aflac, as we kind of already said before, this is the Aflac duck. It goes around squawk- squawking in your face, being kind of acerbic, kind of annoying. Originally voiced by um, Gilbert Gottfried, famously. He lost the job after, again, t- no, you know, I said he said in a roast. I think he made a tweet. Some sort Something of a, like a that. tweet that actually, I think that you and I, the last time we looked this up, didn't we say that we were kind of surprised that it was that he got fired from it? Now I, I don't it seems very tame. I think like, I'm, I'm pulling it up here. Um, yeah, I feel like it was. Oh no! It was a tsunami. Oh, Japanese gosh. tsunami. I knew it was. Sorry, nine eleven. That was too. That I knew that was too long ago. It was. Um, let's see. He sent out an offens- offensive Twitter miss. Uh, I just split. Do I have? Should I even read it out loud? Sure. Uh, Why don't we get banned? No, you know I, I, I don't want to read it. I wish someone would ban us. Um, yeah, he made he made a bunch of um, yeah he made he made a couple of jokes about it uh, about the tsunami. Very kind of uh, kind of crass jokes. I frankly not very good jokes. You can look them well, up. You Gil- got Google. It's Gilbert Gottfried. He's not really famous for good jokes. He's famous for his delivery. All right. So now they have like, and those were never great commercials anyway, but at least it was kind of like, oh, these are the Gilbert Gottfried ads where he pretends to be yes. a duck. Now they just have this other fucking annoying duck going around with probably a whole bunch of different people playing the voice at, by this point. Yeah. They probably cycled through some ones. Is this the one we saw on TV the other day that gave us the idea for it? It's like. Uh, it's from the same campaign. I couldn't okay. find that specific one, but right now the duck is because the duck's been around for years, mm-hmm. years and years. I mean. Pre-tsunami, obviously. Yeah. Um, so 
right now what the duck is doing is people customers are saying turns of phrases that sound like they're asking for help like break a leg or whatever the duck shows up and offers to help them and right. I should say, Affleck is typically more like medical, like health insurance and like when you're out, like disability insurance and things like that. Um, so it's more like to help you if you get hurt or sick. Um, so in this case, like the duck keeps thinking that the customers need help. They don't. But then when they finally do, the duck is there. The one I'm thinking of, um, just for example, to set this one up, which is a different one, like you see a woman talking to her neighbor and she says, I'm sorry, I can't make your event. I'm just sick about it. Right. And the duck pops up. You're sick. And she's like, no, not that kind of sick. Right. So this is a different version. This is in that same campaign. You're going to do great. Thanks, Dad. Brick a leg. Affleck? <laughs> not that kind of brick. Hmm. Oh, that had to hurt. Affleck? <laughs> not that kind of hurt. He just lost a video game in that example. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, Affleck paid us cash and just now one he day actually to help does have a payments and mortgage like a full Affleck. leg cast. Perfect timing. See how Affleck. Helped yeah, that's weird. We don't. And then it's like at the end, the same guy. We see that he's got a broken leg at the end, but we don't get the we don't get the money shot. How'd you break the leg, buddy? I don't know. I hate this campaign. You I hate like this campaign. It? I hate the duck. Yeah, and I, I'm generally pro duck. I like ducks. <laughs> we had ducks growing up. Abelard. Yeah, and Eloise. Uh, we, I think there might have been an Eloise before I was. Uh, it's it's hard to imagine you would have an Abelard and not an Eloise. Yeah, I think, but I think Eloise was dead before I, before I was born. Uh oh. Okay. Abelard was a mallard. <laughs> also got a bunch of duck shit in my hair once growing up as a kid. Yep, I think we've from all heard playing that underneath one. the uh, playing underneath the picnic table. I feel like we've all heard that story. Okay, so it was a summer day, not unlike <laughs> today. Uh, okay, so that's that's our full list of campaigns, and now it's time to order them. And I don't know exactly the best way to do this on the air, so if you don't mind, can I start by ordering them from? My favorite to least favorite. Okay. I'll, I'll talk it out here. At, let me get my list together, and then you can kind of tell me what your list All is, right. and, or how you would how you would um, you know kind of change things up. So obviously, no surprise here. Progressive flow. Jamie is the number one on my list, and Aflac is going to be the very bottom of my list okay. so we knew that now we get into some of the other ones the box progressive box commercial that is probably it's below the general below the general i'm putting but above aflac it's literally got nothing going for it yeah, i mean it's i might boring. even put it below aflac all right how ironic the How? both first and last in your mind is maybe i'm keeping aflac the duck at the bottom right now and i'm putting the progressive box above it i it's find a little that bit... aflac duck like commercials at least sort of more visually interesting mm -hmm. than the box commercials that the one you picked for the progressive box commercial really it's irritates real bad. me yeah but all they're right. all you real bad. You know what? You know what? You know what? You you convinced me. Progressive box at the bottom. You're right. It's got like a couple of uh, couple of bookends here. Yeah. Um, okay. May and I then, suggest Liberty mm -hmm. Mutual is worse than the general. Liberty Mutual. Oh, I'm people, so tired of seeing them in front mm -hmm. of that ding dang bay or wherever it is. Yeah. I will pay attention when the general comes on because, again, it's like, whoa. <laughs> you, Look, you got to watch this. this one, general. <laughs> this one, general. We are, by the way, that joke, that's like, 
that's a that's a joke that is just this close to being used up. Like I think yeah. that like about a we month ago. We got the ago, last one, I think. Yeah, I think maybe a month ago. Sorry guys, that was the last one. <laughs> yeah. Um uh Liberty Mutual stands with you. Um below Aflac the duck you're saying? I say below Aflac even, yeah. Wow, though. These are so easy to ignore. The Aflac is in your face. Well, uh, then that's so I'm saying Aflac is better than in Liberty Mutual. Because I think oh, they're more visually right. interesting. Oh, God. Maybe we'll just collab on this. Okay, list well, now. obviously, well, Mayhem. We, we can't collab on the list, though, because we're you're. We're collabing. Look, listen to us. We're collabing right now. But I'm not going to budge on Progressive being number well, can one. Can you at least put Mayhem, obviously, is top two? Uh, Who's better than Mayhem other than Flo and Jamie in your mind? Let me see here. We are farmers. Hey, by the way, one thing we didn't talk about with the farmers is also hell of a good a jingle. And even I can remember it. Yeah, lots of good jingles. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's the most jingle-dependent mm-hmm. industry in America. Affleck, Liberty stands with you, Progressive Box, State Farm, say the jingle. People show up. I don't like that. Farmers, Nationwide <laughs> Payton. Yeah. Some good pods. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> Geico. Are you really going to fight me on Mayhem being top two? All right. Who is better? Uh, well, it's not the Gecko. No, it's definitely not the Gecko. And, and it's, a, it's surprising. And yeah, and I can't do surprising because I feel like my I'm always complaining. You complain that they, nonstop yeah, about right. that. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody, calm down. Is everybody all right? Take a drink of your water or whatever you're drinking. It's over there. a gin and tonic. Okay, drink. Oh wait, don't drink more of that. Um, all right, so I will go. Progressive flow, Jamie. Uh, all state mayhem. Right, mayhem. Um, and then I guess maybe I will go with. I think I gotta give it to Geico. They're not my favorite, but I'll give it to Geico. Surprising, uh, you know, it's uh, as long as not gecko. Is there any chance the general goes above that? I really think that's like that's like giving that's like saying the room is better than, you know, remains of the day. I did not hit her. Huh. I do the worst imitation, yes, by the way, of you Tommy Wise. All right, okay. Uh okay, so we got progressive. Oh no, I actually just moved the, the general. <laughs> I, I moved the general <laughs> up to position number three. I clearly want to do that. All right. So um Progressive we'll do- Flow and Jamie, mm-hmm. All State Mayhem. Okay. Now we've got I would say Geico. Surprising as long as. Geico, surprising as long as. Now I would say farmers. Um yeah, again, the hall of the hall It's so middle of the pack. Great for me. jingles and I love the visualization of a space. Right. Um and then um then I would do probably the Chevy ads where the guy talks <laughs> to friend out. Okay. Um so what we're left with is Geico Gecko, mm-hmm. State Farm, Say the Jingle and Somebody Appears. I maybe do. Well, no. I think we got to give it to, to Manning, right? I think we do. Got to give it to Manning. That was a hell of a um, hell of a campaign that really got you laughing. And I'll bet you they'll come out with new ones during the football season that I'm not as sick of. And I'll be like, ah, God, got to give it to Manning again. Um, oh, did I strike this from the list? I think I struck the one from the list, which is fine. But um, now I am just remembering the um, the... I know you had this on your original list, but the the football through the Aaron, window, Aaron Rogers, Aaron Rodgers yeah, and Clay Matthews. You told me to take it out of the no, list because it wasn't running had, anymore. There were so many, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so there you go. Then the Geico Gecko, I gotta move that kind of far down. 
I think it's above Say the Jingle. Okay, okay. Very middle of the pack. And then I say State Farm, Say the Jingle, Aflac Duck, General. And I'm willing to put the General above the Duck. I want to put the General above. Put the General above the Duck. Oh, the General's definitely above the Duck. Yeah. I'd even put it above um, Say the Jingle. Can we put the General above the the Gecko? That seems a that seems a little. I mean, don't fly too close to the sun, General. The, ge- the general doesn't want to be that high. That's yeah, the thing about the general. The general's like down in the muck. Down in the valley. <laughs> down in the valley. Comma uncanny. <laughs> All right. All right. All so, right. So this is the list. Flow Jamie. And by the way, I'm registering a small protest in my perfect world. Mayhem is at the top, but I will concede to... Your, you know, great love of Flo, which I know mm-hmm. is very intense. And I, and I also love Flo and Jamie. And don't you think that the Mayhem, though, like we played the best ones, but there are a couple that are also just dumb, too, like pretty There bad. are dozens. And I can't think of a Flo one that I hate. Uh, okay. I Like they're okay. probably on the whole, the Flo ones probably as a body of work are probably better. Okay. Do we do it one more time? Progressive Flo Jamie, Allstate Mayhem. Right. Uh, Geico surprising as long as yep we are farmers yep nationwide with Peyton Manning the gecko mm-hmm. gecko's beating out g- general god damn it I'm I think sorry it's general gecko general State Farm say the jingle and uh your neighbor will appear um Aflac duck Liberty stands with you and the box. And then the box. I'm happy with the box being at the bottom. I just don't know if the duck is above Liberty. Well, I'm willing to I'm willing to concede that. I just think the Liberty yeah, ones you know are what? so boring. I kind of hate the duck. All right. I hate the duck. Fuck the duck. I'm putting the duck um, all the way at the end except for the progressive okay, box. Okay, so Liberty stands with you. Affleck duck, progressive box. I just think it's amazing and awesomely bookended that the worst and the yep. best are progressive. I think you're absolutely right. Um, I think we've we done also, did it. We've done some really good work here. Yeah, you know what? Some really important work. Everybody can relax now. <laughs> we did. Everybody knew it needed to be done, and we did it for you. Everybody's talking at me. We got to start a GoFundMe for this kind of stuff. For what kind of stuff? We're doing the Lord's work here. <laughs> oh, I see. And we see. should be getting we compensated should, for I see it. you want us to st- quit our paying jobs and do this. I don't know. We're working on a weekend here. We're recording this on Sunday, by the way. So if there's any huge yeah. breaking commercial news, like, God forbid, the Aflac duck gets into an accident or something Makes like that. Makes fun of another international yeah, right, disaster. right and you're wondering why are we not talking about it we recorded a little bit early this week uh because of some uh, scheduling issues all right but you heard that music that means we're checking with you guys the ad council um looks like you have two things here you want to share v yeah these are real quick because i know this one kind of ran long um this first one is from listener micah who had a funny aside from uh last week's show if you'll remember we talked about the john oliver a uh, bit about the Facebook apology ad mm-hmm. and he really called them uh, out about how insincere it was and how uh, they are nothing but a data collection engine and that is entirely what they do. Mm-hmm. And then he made a, like a, a, an apology ad that like made fun of the original apology ad and like called them out and said mm-hmm. how like we're actually just here to fuck you basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Micah writes, just a funny aside, but I'm like 90% sure that the voiceover in John Oliver's Facebook ad is Thomas Middleditch. If I'm right, that's some tasty nuance. And it is indeed some tasty nuance uh, because, of course, Middleditch plays um, the 
this character in Silicon Valley who's mm-hmm. kind of like going up against some Facebook like companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think it's funny because we talked about him at length and how much we don't like his Verizon. Ads. That was in the same episode that we did that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and he said he can. Um, Micah followed up and said he's confirmed that that was Middle Dead. Yeah, I see that here too. So, can so you, are you able to play? That's it? interesting. Yeah. So let's take a. As soon as I, um, as soon as you told me this earlier, and I rewatched it, of course I recognized it. And I wish you hadn't told me. I wish you had told me, hey, listen to this voice. I, Could you identify it? Because I tried, I'm not sure I would have. I thought about trying to do that, but I couldn't figure out how to set it up. You came here for the friends. Yeah. You got to know the friends of your friends. We came here for your data and the data of everyone you've ever come into contact with. From old friends from middle school, to your grandma, to your grandma's friends from middle school. And your data enabled us to make a fuck ton of ad money from corporations. Notice that the um, the sound quality on this is not that great. For some reason, the official John Oliver page has pulled this. Yeah. This is somebody else hosting this um, video on YouTube. I'm not sure why they pulled it. They pulled it. I don't know. I wonder if there's a story behind that. Could be. Hey, one other thing. Remember we were mentioning how... Um, Liberty Mutual pulled uh, some of its ads. Um, do you think there's any chance? This wouldn't really hold true with what we see with all these other uh, brands, but is there any chance that it has to do with it's such a long-running campaign that uh, whatever contract they entered with, with either um, probably most likely the the talent in them, that they signed something like that Brad commercial, let's say is from 2012 and it's yeah. 2018 now. like. Maybe they had the rights for digital distribution for five years. That's very possible. I think there's so many contractual things that could be the culprit here. You're mm. right. Like, who knows what, what they agreed to, uh, agreed to, and it could absolutely be a contractual issue. And um, one other thing, speaking of voices, I want to know if you would be willing to bend the rules of after these messages and do this with me. Um, uh, we saw that movie yesterday, uh, Sorry to Bother You, right? Uh-huh. And without spoiling it, I think most people, know, I, I recommend everybody see it, especially if you like movies that are not traditional. I'm it's, not going to recommend that everybody see it. I am going to recommend, I'm going to recommend that if you liked um, Being John Malkovich or um, Get Out or some other kind, or like um, Eternal Sunshine. And you're, and you're also comfortable with like an experimental kind of, filmmaking yeah. by somebody who's never made a movie before an artist who's never made a yeah. movie before but other like, but i i, highly, I love interesting. it i loved yes. it but i wouldn't say it's for everybody um uh and who's the actor in that because lakeith so, david no we, lakeith well, what is it oh well th- there is him lakeith um uh, spe- uh starts with an s i think sandfield yeah yeah um but anyway what i was gonna say so there's a character in there who and this is a big point of the movie so i'm not spoiling it um he has to do a he's an african-american and he has to do a quote-unquote white voice to make sales as a telemarketer what i didn't realize was they have a lot of fun with overdubbing i thought the i thought the character was or the actor was going to make fun of kind of white people but they they overdub a white voice over top of him very obviously it's a kind of a surreal movie and it's really funny but there's also a white character in it played by and this is the guy whose name i can't think army hammer army hammer and I thought it was hilarious that they also overdubbed the kind of he plays like a like kind of a very white guy. He represents whiteness sort of in the yeah. movie and evil, probably coincidentally. Uh, <laughs> um, probably just a coincidence. Yeah, and um, and. I was like, oh, that's so funny that they use John Hamm's voice for Army Hammer. Even though there's no need to, they're just going to always overdub white voices. 
even if it's a white person. And I came out, I'm like, did you notice that was John? We came out of the theater. I'm like, John Hamm was, they overdubbed his voice. And you're like, I don't know if I agree with your police work there. And I looked it up and it's not. It turns out, and I did verify this, I'm not the only person who thinks that Army Hammer's voice sounds just like John Hamm's voice. So this is my proposal to you. Okay. Would you be interested in, even those tangential, very tangential to commercials, if I put together a short quiz, four examples John Ham or Army Hammer, you have to tell me which one is speaking. I think there would be a lot of context clues. That would be the problem. Maybe I can look for interviews or something. Do you think you could pass that test? I think I probably could because of context clues. I mean, I agree that they sound a lot alike. I'm going to try this for next I'd week. I mean, it just feels like some sort of, I feel like we're trying to gratify your ego at the expense of our show. I think it'll be fun. For you. I think it'll be interesting, and the listeners can play along at home. John Hammer, Army Hammer. I feel like this is something we should just play at home by ourselves. No, because the, we want the listeners to take part of it, so I'll take that as a yes. Is that what you're hearing? I'm hearing... Are you hearing yes? I'm hearing yes, great idea. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. All right. And I'm hearing it in John Ham's voice. I Okay. All right. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, thank you very much, Micah. Uh, that's really that is an interesting tidbit. I did not, I wouldn't have known that um, on uh, without you writing in. Uh, this is another follow up file from the "Sell It Like Selleck, uh segment that we did. Oh, that's right. You had uh, to, I I played for you a bunch of early Tom Selleck commercials. You were not allowed to look at them, and you had to guess whether or not Tom Selleck had a mustache in them. Or right, not. and I did very poorly. I think I oh, got like right. three yeah. or two or three out of eight. Yeah. Um, and I said at one point, I think Tom Selleck probably like got to a point in his career where his mustache was so much a part of his brand that he just never shaved it again. Mm-hmm. But listener Phyllis, the Fletch, listener Phyllis Fletcher, our good friend, our good friend, uh, wrote in to say I missed, or she, I had forgotten about one time when he did shave his mustache, and she's totally right. He played the boyfriend of Monica on Friends, and he, what he it's kind of an interesting. Are they age appropriate? Uh, well, that's kind of the the whatever Plot. gimmick oh. is that he's a friend of her parents. He like held ah. her as a baby. Like he's known her his her whole life. But you know he's a handsome older man. They get together. They have a much much more chemistry uh, and romantic appeal than her and Chandler ever did. So she really should have stayed with Richard, in my opinion. Um, but they break up because he's a generation older and he doesn't want to like have babies again and like was this a one episode deal no no this is like a an arc Mm. um and he doesn't want to like go through if i'm spoiling friends for you like fuck off like what you should have watched it by now and also it's not great so don't bother um but at one point after they got real aggressive there i'm just saying like spoilers is stupid but like you just told like listeners to fuck off if they if they're mad about being spoiled about a friend. But how plot. did they get so like, but like no, you had no indication that anybody was actually like concerned about this. Yeah, and that's you got how real podcasts work. Though. I don't know what the reaction is in podcasts. But like man. you just wanted to lay down the just law. Just making like, clear my not, position. Not, if this is a spoiler, I'm sorry, but it's not a big deal. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. And I think the I horse was you cl- rode it on. I think I was clear. Okay. Anyway. They break up in the show because he's a generation older. He's already had kids. He does not really st- super stoked about like having babies again and all that shit. But she's still very attracted to him. And they have this one like attempt to rekindle. And that's the scene you're going to listen to. You know what? What if we're friends who don't see other people? 
You mean like exclusive friends? Why not? Hmm? I mean, this has been the most amazing week. I mean, would it be so terrible? Even if we were friends who, who've lived together. <laughs> or maybe someday friends who, who stood up in front of their other friends and vowed to be friends forever. Wow. You know we're back where we were. Honey, I would love to do all that, but nothing's changed. That's not true. You don't have a mustache. <laughs> so did he have a mustache? Yes. In part of, in so the- for the majority of their relationship, he has a mustache. But then in this one brief rekindling, he has shaved his mustache. And I got to say, he's still a handsome man, but he's so generic looking without his mustache. I think in the, when he was younger, he looked great without a mustache. Well, he was very handsome, but again, mm-hmm. sort of forgettable. Can I just say that I don't watch Friends? I never liked Friends even when I was a kid. I didn't hate it. I just didn't care. and It didn't seem very good to me. Um, but that scene actually made me sad with everything that you told me about how it's going to work out. <laughs> I'm so, well, so uh, you were the person I was talking to. I don't, like, well, no, no, I don't care that you spoiled <laughs> it. Just like I didn't know that it was going to be so sad knowing that he's going to um, let her down like that. Also, quick side note, by the way. I think I he was, does try to come back when she's like getting married to Chandler and like tries no, to spoil the wedding. This is why men get so many bad ideas from pop culture. Yes. I'm not joking. No, I know you're not joking. The idea I of agree. what romance looks like on TV is bad behavior. Yes. Um, but quick aside, I was Googling while we were listening to that. Um, one weird thing is John Hamm does his voice in that. <laughs> you can sell anything. Well, this one was kind of a weird one. That's a weird show. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we got a, we got through a lot, though. That was a long list. And yeah. then they could set them all up and organize them. And it's, we don't want to do it. We did it because people demanded it. Yes. Um, but anyway, thank you, everybody, for the messages. We'll do a more um, – we'll, we'll get more emails and emails and stuff in uh, next week. And you can send us your voicemails by calling 607 444 Five five nine seven. That's six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. We have a jingle I could play, but if I play it, I'm going to have to stop the current music. I'll sing it. But we should probably after these messages is after your messages is six zero seven two zero four triple four fifty five nine seven. That was pretty good. I yeah, do have. It. I messed I'll, it up I'll just, a little bit. I'll play, I I will say this because I was a little bit harsh on this last week. I don't know. <laughs> did we get any uh, Facebook um, or did we get a, a I didn't message? get any emails about it. That um, I, saw. I didn't write down the name of the person who sent it in. Michael, Mike, Mike, who sent it in? How did I not write that down? Oh, dude, at first I insulted you, and now I can't even remember your name. I think it's Mike or Michael. I'll get it ready. Uh, I'll get it right for next week. But I will say this. I said that the jingle, I like it, but it, it doesn't make it easier to remember the phone number. However, this week, I was just humming, after these messages is after your messages. Yeah. That's a that's solid. Very, it's a solid hook. Solid two lines of music. After these messages is after your messages. It's 607-444-5597. Sounds like a mic. Sounds like a mic to me. No? Anyway. All right. So that's um, you can reach us at that number or uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a private group that you can join. How enticing is that? It's like the VIP room. Just look for After These Messages Show at Gmail. 
or you can email us at after these messages show at did you just say that nope no I said the Facebook one. Oh, after these messages show at gmail you're sure that the Aflac duck goes below Liberty Mutual I think we gotta leave this <laughs> alright everybody thanks a lot we'll talk to you next Tuesday you can really sell anything oh dip his he's once again back again with the caravan of Manchester Pakistan